Tech Thoughts with Joey, Episode 4, recorded on July 10th, 2019. The Nintendo Lite. There's no Switch here. Welcome to Tech Thoughts with Joey. I'm Joey. Before we get into our topic today, I want to apologize for my long absence. Um, I've been busy, but I will be back doing regular episodes. So Nintendo today announced the Nintendo Switch Lite which is a 5.5-inch screen version of their popular Nintendo Switch. It comes in three different colors, yellow, blue, and green. I don't know the exact names of the colors. And it's a handheld console. Now, as my title alludes to, it's a little bit less Switch, because it is doesn't support tablet mode, it doesn't support... Um, it doesn't support the tablet mode, it doesn't support the dock, the Joy-Cons are, are attached, so they're not, you can't remove them. Um, it does have multiplayer, like online play and stuff like that, but you can't, um, do what you do with Switch and take the Joy-Cons off and everyone can have a controller. You can't do that. It does support USB-C, I'm pretty sure, for charging, which is great, like the Switch did. And it's an overall nice console. Now, it's $199 US. It is um, $259 Canadian. It'll be available September 20th. But I know the question a lot of people are asking, if I own a Switch, do I have any reason to buy this? Well, no. Because if you own a Switch, you've got something that is can do everything the Switch Lite can do, but more. Because the Switch Lite can play... Only the handheld games. Now, most games that are on the Switch are handheld games. But um, some games support handheld mode. But some games you won't be able to play. But most games you will. I really like the Switch Lite. Um, And just, I want to kind of go through the comparisons um, for the Switch Lite. Just so people, I think, get kind of what... Kind of what the switch, what the switch light is compared to, compared to its compared to its um, twin. Because I really do think it is. It's an interesting tablet. Now, the question for some people is: Is it worth? Is it worth? the money. If you don't have a switch and you don't want to spend 499 compare or 499 or 399 Canadian and or 299 US then maybe. But the way I well it's, and you can get them on sale for 379 some places but yeah, 259. So the differences are compatible games all Nintendo Switch games and Nintendo Switch games that support heart handheld mode um it doesn't use the dock the regular one does so like the regular one supports all games supports tablet mode handheld mode and tv mode the light only supports handheld mode um the nintendo switch light only supports games that support handheld mode now most games on the switch do um, comes with a set of Joy-Con controls. Joy-Con controls are not included. System does not include HD Rumble or IR Motion thing, which 
For some people, they won't care. The overall dimensions of the system are 4 inch high, 9.4 inch long, 5.5, or no, 0.55 inches deep with Joy-Cons attached, compared to 3.6 high, 8.2 long, and 5.5, or 0.55 deep. It's approximately, the radius which is 0.88 pounds, and the approximate of the switch light is 0.6. The screen size is where the biggest difference, I think, is. is the screen on the switch is 6.2, the light is 5.5. Now, this is, this is kind of where my skepticism of this comes in, because the battery life on this is 2.5 to 6.5 hours on this regular switch. I'm a switch owner. I've owned a switch for a while. I don't remember ever getting 6.5 hours. But I'm going to test that now that they've posted that. Nintendo Switch Lite, though, is 3 to 7 hours. So it's about half an hour in each direction. That's not not great. Like, I wouldn't... I'm not going to say that's... And it says um, the battery life will depend on games you play. For instance, battery last approximately 4 hours for Lite. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So, that is actually interesting. Now, four hours, when the main reason people are going to buy this, a lot of the reason people buy Nintendo consoles are for Zelda. So, four hours is a little, I don't know. I, I uh, Game compatibility again, it is a great console. Should you buy it if you have a Switch? No. If you already own a Switch, don't bother. Now, if your Switch is getting long in the tooth and you'd like an upgrade, um, and you don't really want to buy the current Switch, which, by the way, this is not an update to the current Switch, like to the regular Switch. This is a new Switch console. So, this is a new version. So, I'm guessing within a year or two, they're going to update the, the original Switch. So, you might want to wait for that. Or, if you want to get a new Switch, and you maybe don't want to spend 379 um, yeah, it's 379 I said 399 earlier, sorry about that. It's 379 Switch Lite is, um, a nice, cheap console, and it's for 259 in Canada. The your Canadian price I'm talking about, um, but yeah, it, it's a nice console. Like, I, I like it. It comes in yellow, um, and blue, and a bunch of other colors. Let me just, and, yeah, yellow, gray, yeah, it's like a... Nintendo Switch light comes in three colors, yellow, gray, and turquoise. Sorry, not blue. Turquoise. Um, and, again, I, I I like it. Now, this is a happy and sad thing for me, because I love the... Wait a second. Um, Okay. There we go. Okay. So, oh, I just... Wait a second, because I thought... I, I'm reading the site as I go, and I thought... I got confused. But yeah. It's available September 20th. The Light Zakian... Um, there's a Z Zakian Zam Zenta edition that is, that is um, going to be available in November. So, if you're reading the site like I just didn't get confused... The three colors are available September 20th. The special edition they have here is um, available November 8th. But I, I do think people should know that this is a great console, but if you 
own a regular Switch. There's no reason to buy this console. But what I was saying before I kind of got confused there was if... <laughs> This is a happy and a sad thing, because for me it's happy because the Switch is great, but it also makes me sad because this is the end of the DS, in my opinion. Um, this is, like, they're not getting rid of the DS, the DS is still available, but I don't see Nintendo updating the DS anytime soon, because again, the DS, this is literally what they want to replace the DS with. The only thing that's not, the only reason why they're not replacing the DS with this yet is because it's still not at DS price, but I guarantee in one or two years, with a couple more iterations of this device, they're going to get this down to that $100 price point, and the DS is going to be gone. Um, because really, this is... I will say, the more and more I looked at this, and it was funny, because the more and more I looked at this, um, it does remind me of a Nintendo... or of a PSP. Nintendo's version of a PSP. Um... But again, it's like it's a great console. They did they did a nice job with it. Um, now I should say this too. It does not support Nintendo Labo, which is their um, cardboard kits you can get to allow you to build different things. It does not support that. But this is a very I like I, again I like this. Um, so, the games that it supports, it supports all the ones you'd want, like Legend of Zelda, and um, Pokemon, and all those. It's really, it's a really good console, but again, I wouldn't, for, for me, if you're a Nintendo Switch user, and you already have one, the light's probably not going to be something you're going to be interested in, but, again, I think it... It looks good. I'm, I'm glad Nintendo finally did a cheaper version of it because at three seventy nine it is a little expensive. Being that you can get an Xbox um, or a PlayStation for around the same cost, and they are a more powerful console. But if you want to play Nintendo games, it's great. So two fifty nine is a great price. Um, and yeah, I'm excited about it. So um, definitely. We'll have to see battery life-wise and usability once it comes out. I am not going to buy one. There's no point in me buying one. Because, again, I own the original Switch. Um, my question is, can you scream on this? And I don't think you can, but I don't know. It probably does support... Like, it supports USB-C, so... We'll, we'll have to see. I That is something I would like to know. Um... This is a very, yeah, this is a very cool device, but I'm, I am kind of looking, and Nintendo Switch, um, again, the Nintendo Switch, um, Lite, Zakian and Zemzenta Edition, I cannot pronounce that, I am sorry for that, is available on the 8th of November, compared to September 20th for all the others, that's what kind of confused me there for a second, because sometimes... The reason why I got confused is because sometimes companies will have a different release date for the U.S. than they do for Canada. So sometimes their release date will be September 20th and ours will be um, November 8th. So that's I want to make sure I was giving you guys the correct information. But it's September 20th for all. So that's good. Um, 
And again, and you can... Now, you can buy them... Okay, no. So you cannot pre-order this. This You have to get it on September 20th. And again, um, yeah, it is a nice console. It's It includes Nintendo Switch Lite System and Nintendo Switch AC adapter. So it does use the same AC adapter. My question, and I, I actually would love to know this. Well, it doesn't support the dock. You can get third-party docks for the Switch. So I wonder if this... This might still support um, video out. I, I would... Like, it wouldn't... And you hook up a controller, you could probably still do it. But, I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, I really like this. It's a great console. Um... And I really, I just, I thought it was cool. Um, I'll be honest, I I woke up today and I kind of seen this and I, I didn't understand it at first. But then I had it explained to me and I also looked it up. And yeah, it's a nice console. They did some really cool stuff. So, before I end off the podcast, I also want to talk a little bit, bit about um, the betas of iPad OS and tvOS. And Catalina. So I've been playing with the last little while iPadOS, and I really like iPadOS. It is a clean, a clean, a very clean and um, smooth update to the iPad, and it's a needed update because what it did, what it added is the things that I really do think start to turn this into a PC or into a into a computer replacement. For me, this is never going to be a computer replacement, though. I'm always going to want to have a Mac, but for some people, this is. And they've added a lot of really cool stuff. They do have mouse support here. Now, mouse support, again, it's just an extension of their um, assistive touch um, infrastructure they've built on the iPad. So it's not the full... Like, it's not like... You're not going to have like a little window style cursor or something. It's, it is literally like, it looks like a, um, looks like a crosshair that you'd see in a, um, video game in like a little black circle that you can see. It's really cool. Um, they made a lot of great updates to it. Dark mode's awesome. I'm, one of the reasons I want to install this on my phone, but I haven't done it yet is I want to install dark mode, but I don't want to put it on my phone because my phone's kind of like, I record my podcast on my phone. So if it breaks my phone, I'm kind of, I'm kind of out to lunch on that. But I really do like it. They did some really cool stuff. Um, They, and it does, it feels nice on there, but I have the iPad 10.5. I don't have the uh, 11 inch yet. But it is a great, Find My is awesome. Which is their kind of find my iPhone replacement. I haven't noticed too many bugs. There, there are some like because this is a beta, so some apps are not work. Pixelmator is an app I use, does not work um, very well in iOS 13 right now. But again, this is beta two that I'm using as of right now. Catalina um, is awesome. Now I, I haven't updated Catalina to the latest beta, which is beta two for the public beta. I'm not on developed beta. I'm on public beta. And that is a, that's something that I really am excited about. 
And Catalina, now, I, I want to explain something. So, I don't install Catalina on my main drive. Um, I actually use, um, I actually, I actually do, um, something called APFS containers. So, APFS is Apple's file system, um, and it used to be you just partition the drive. I used to just partition the drive and then put, um, Catalina into a partition. But now I use APFS containers, which is really good. And that's something they introduced in APFS. And that actually is one of my favorite features, high-level features of Mac OS, is the APFS containers. And I was skeptical at first, but when I started installing OSs, installing the betas, you doing that way, it's so much quicker. And it gives you the same benefits of partitioning the drive, but you don't have to worry about partition tables. or anything. So it's a really good way to do it. Catalina's nice. Um, it builds on this work they did with, with um, Mac OS. Um, Mojave, they have Project Catalyst, which allows you to run iPad apps um, on the Mac. Um, Project Catalyst is, Catalyst is really interesting. But for me, there's a lot of really cool stuff. But I, I want to talk about something else, too, which is how they're kind of bringing the platforms together. And one of the ways they're, they're bringing the platforms together is they've now got... So it used to be they have they had AppKit for the Mac and they had UIKit for the... Um, for the iOS. And they still support those, but they've got this new thing called Switch, or called not Switch, sorry, Swift UI. Now Swift UI works on both platforms and it allow, and it also works on the watch. So now, now you actually have a platform for building individual apps on the watch. I do not have watchOS beta, I wish I did, but I can't get watchOS beta because that's not a public beta program and I don't really want to install it on my watch anyway because there's no way to restore a watch if you have a problem. Um, and so you can build, so Switch UI is really cool, it's a declarative thing, and one, one podcast I'll kind of go, I'll kind of go deeper into that. I just wanted to kind of give a review of, of some of the, what we were talking about this, I wanted to give kind of a shout out to Swift UI, because it's the declarative, it looks really cool, it is really easy, and I'll, I'll give, I'll do a podcast more on that. Apple TV, Apple TV looks really cool, the Apple TV OS, um, they did a lot with that, and they had a user mode, which I really hope they add to the iPad soon. I really do. That would really make it more of a more of a um, computer still. Um, but yeah, they do that, and so you can do that on the on the TV. You have users, so if if your mom wants to watch something, she can have her own user account where it's just her movies or her TV stuff. Um, but that's cool. It, it has dark mode, which I think it's had for a while. But yeah, I'm really liking that. I do want to talk a little bit about something else they announced. So they announced the Mac Pro, which is a long-needed upgrade for this device, um, which is cool. Um, the Mac Pro is really expensive, but it's modular. It looks like an old, the old cheese grater. And they also did the Pro X display. I'm going to do a separate podcast on these devices because I really want to talk about them. I'll, do, I'll be doing that soon. But watchOS 6, I saved the best for last, because as far as the OSs go, because this has calculator, this has all these different things built in. Now you can have watch apps, you have an app store. It's really cool. So yeah, that's um, that's everything, That's pretty much everything they announced at WDC. Um, I just wanted to kind of give an overview of the OSs and stuff. So I will be doing a, a separate podcast on the Mac and stuff. So yeah.
So with all that that we've covered today, that will be the end of my of this episode of Tech Thoughts with Joey. Thank you for joining me. Until next time, see you later.